the indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of, from getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Now, after years of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place we're sowing the seeds of a better way. A way with more ease, abundance, and flow. Get ready to learn about indie authorship from a whole new perspective. We're about to cover everything from releasing your poverty mentality to manifesting your millionaire author destiny. I'm Carissa Andrews, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Author Revolution Podcast. Oh my goodness, can you believe today is already February 1st, 2023? Like, when did that happen? There's something about the winter months that just blurs everything together. Anyway, I realized this week when I was doing social media batching, which I typically do on Mondays, that holy crap, this week is February already. And my mind has been boggled because it never felt like January was going to end. It kind of felt like it was just going to keep going and going and going. And now all of a sudden it's here and I realized, holy cow, we're coming up on the Millionaire Author Manifestation launch, the full-on launch for authors who are looking to learn how to manifest, learning how to become and embrace their millionaire author destiny, and I have given very little thought to how I want to go about doing it. Now, I could use the Millionaire Author Challenge that we've done before, but I have something a little bit different in mind, and I think you're really going to like it. So I've been tinkering with this idea of doing like a 90-minute full-on intensive conversation about manifestation and activating that part inside our minds that embraces abundance. Sound interesting? Well, God, I hope so, because I'm going to be inviting you all very soon to the Abundant Author Activation which is what I'm calling this crazy 90-minute session that we're going to do on Zoom, where you can hop in, we're going to talk about manifestation, we're going to talk about law of attraction, and we're going to have a really good conversation about how to raise our vibration, raise our energy, and pull in more abundance. Now, it's not here yet. I'll be putting all of that stuff together this week. So the launch for the 90-minute masterclass is coming soon, so keep your eyes out for that. But in the meantime, if manifestation, if money as an author has triggered you in any way, shape, or form, especially when I'm over here talking about being a millionaire author, I want you to think really long and hard about where that sort of energy and vibe comes from. Now, you probably already know that I'm not a big proponent of focusing too much on money blocks or focusing on the resistance side of things. Because in my mind, When those things are ready to be released, they're going to come up, you're going to recognize them consciously, and they'll be resolved naturally and on their own. Yes, you can absolutely kind of pull them up and work through them intentionally. But for me, I found that my resistance, my own resistance, would spiral more toward the negative if I focused on the blocks. So to me, it actually worked so much better to let go of the resistance, let go of the money blocks and feeling like I'm doing something wrong and instead turn my attention towards something else. So with all of that in mind, today I want to talk about seven tips to help you stop worrying about money. Now these are tips that I found throughout my journey getting past my own money shit, (laughs) because trust me, there is money shit that spans decades in my family, 
but also it helped me kind of get over my latest, I don't know, my negativity spiral, I guess, when it came to money. When I first started becoming an author, I really had this like knowing inside myself that one day I'm going to be doing something very, very big. It's always been there. But when it didn't come instantly, that perfectionist imposter or the expert imposter or the natural genius imposter, they all kind of came up at different times in my life and and tried to tell me that, oh, I must be doing something wrong. I'm doing this incorrectly. What is it that I'm missing in this whole piece? Because I should have had it by now. Do you ever feel like that? Well, money is definitely a sticking point for a lot of us authors because of the whole poverty mindset that is very prevalent in the starving artist kind of mentality. So if you are, you know, coming from a family who didn't have a lot of money like I was, or if you are someone who is really struggling to get out of a negative thought pattern, because that happens too, where you could have had an entirely different mindset before, but something negative rocked your world and it threw off your mentality it's time to kind of get you back on track and get you off of the worry bus and onto a more high vibe, easy flowing, money is your ally, your friend, your comrade, your ride or die, okay? Money is here to support us. Here are the seven tips. We're going to go through each one. And I want you to really be thinking about, can you implement these things in your day-to-day life? Is this something that when you start that negative mental spiral, where you notice your body tensing up, you notice the worry in your chest, your stomach starts to like get a little ugh, because you just don't know where the money's coming from or where it's going to, you know, all the things, right? I want you to think through these seven things. Now, maybe if you're not driving, you can get a notebook and pen and write these down because they're really important, okay? So tip number one, turn your attention to what feels good. So when something is really bugging you, this was the thing that worked better for me. And this is actually a trick that I learned from Abraham Hicks, where if the subject of money isn't making you feel good, remember, you have a subject has always two sides, the thing that you want and the absence of it. And so if you are having the absence of money, and even if thinking about having money isn't doing you any favors, it's still making you anxious, drop the stick altogether and turn towards something else. Let your attention wander to things that make you feel good. Is that walking on a beach? Is it going through the forest? Is it playing with your kids? Is it when you sit down to write your book for the very first time? Whatever it is, let your energy and vibe rise naturally as you let go of the resistance that you're focusing on when it comes toward money. So if you can just let go altogether, maybe it's even sit down with a really good book or a really good show and watch how it all works, okay? Just let yourself kind of go into the the flow of it all and release the resistance naturally. I used to do that a lot in the very beginning when I was first laid off and I hadn't really done a lot of my books yet. My son was just born. He was brand new. He's a tiny little baby. So this was eight years ago. And (laughs) I remember thinking, that I was doing something wrong because I had been laid off. I didn't know what I was going to be doing yet. I knew books were a thing and I was still studying to try to learn how to do this whole self-publishing thing a little bit. And I was watching, like all the things were just bugging me. So I was watching Parenthood on TV. Like it was the one thing for whatever reason that made me feel good. And I kept going to it and I would spend, you know, I'd give myself like, oh, I'm just going to watch one hour of it, just one show. And if I watched two, then I would feel bad that I actually watched two episodes. 
don't do that because this was me naturally trying to go toward the thing that was going to elevate my energy, elevate my vibe, and get me out of the funk that I was in, right? So turn your attention to what feels good. It doesn't matter if it is the opposite end of the money spectrum, and we're going to talk about that in a second, or if it's a completely different subject. Whatever you focus on expands. And so when you're thinking about something you love, something that feels good, you no longer have room to be thinking about the thing that doesn't feel good. You can't think both of those thoughts simultaneously, okay? So think about that. Now, tip number two, let yourself play with money in a safe way. Now, this was another one that I found so fascinating, and I, to this day, continue to use it. And that's the prosperity game. I want you to think about how to play with money and think about the things that you would like to have money with absolutely no guilt or shame. And we've talked about this on the podcast, and it's in the Millionaire Author Challenge. But what you do is basically every single day, you create like a checkbook, and you get $1,000 every day, right? The first day is 1000 But then the second day, you add another 1000 So then it's 2000 on day two, 3000 on day three, until you decide to stop, really. And what you do with that is you allow yourself that kind of beginning desire to flow about like, what would you spend money on if you had $1,000 right now? What would you absolutely hands down put it on? And then knowing that tomorrow you get more. And it's going to be even better, even bigger. And then the day after that, it's going to be even better, even bigger. There is no fear that I won't have any more. There's no need to hoard the money or try to you know, hang on so tight that it, it can't be released. And the goal is to actually spend the entire amount every single day. So when you're on day 31, like today, <laughs> it's the 31st of January, and you have $31,000 that you have to spend that day, it starts to become a real exercise in how you would spend your money, how you would grow into that new, brand new version of you. Like, what will that millionaire author version of you look like if you're earning that much per day? And it's so fun because it, it allows you that moment to really think about the things that are sitting on your heart or in your mind about what you'd like to have? Like, do you want to go on that trip to England? (laughs) Do you want to take the kids down to Disney World? Do you want to buy beds for everybody that are sleep number beds because those are the most amazing beds on the planet? Do you want to just hire new people that can help support you and help you grow your businesses? Can you think about like, how could you hire a cover designer or a PA or like a chef for your house. Like (laughs) there's all sorts of mental games that you can play as your money expands and the prosperity game brings you into that elevated mindset when it comes to money. Like I said, I use it to this day and it's a wonderful process. I do kind of go in and out of using it. So like I'll use it for however it feels good, like for however long that is. And if I take a break, I start over because I like the idea of like, starting from the beginning and playing around with where I'm at now, if that makes sense. Okay, so tip number three, I want you to think about money and the way that you can use it right now. So I want you to take a bill, whether it's a $10 bill, a $20 bill, or $100. I want you to actually get the bill, like the the physical dollar bill of whatever. And I want you to put it in your pocket. Keep it there. And throughout the day, Let's say you're just going to do this for a single day. You can do it for as many days as you want. But throughout the day, think of it 
and the many ways that you could spend it if you wanted to. So like, if you wanted to, you could go get coffee. If you wanted to, you could put $10 in your car. If you wanted to, $10 would let you buy an ebook. If you wanted to, $10 could help you to get some milk for your house. Or like if it's $100, you could think about all the different ways $100 could be spent. You could spend $100 on ads. You could spend $100 on promotion. You could spend $100 on a new coffee mug. You could spend $100 on so many different things. But the goal is really just to think about that one simple bill and all the ways that it is bringing you prosperity, all the different ways you could spend that $100. Because as you imagine spending that money, as you use it, it's no longer $100. It's however many hundreds of dollars based off of all the different things that you have thought to spend it on. So the more that you allow yourself throughout the day to imagine and to dive into the possibilities of it, you're actually elevating your mindset, your abundance mindset, you're elevating the frequency of money in yourself so that you can call to you more abundance. So it's a really fun way just to kind of play around with having more, even though maybe you feel like you don't. All right, so tip number four. It kind of goes along with the using the dollar bill somehow, but different. Like you don't have to have a physical thing, but I want you to allow yourself to dream. So whatever your goal is, whatever it might be. So maybe it's being that millionaire author, or maybe it is being able to retire your husband. (laughs) That's definitely a goal of mine. Or being able to, I guess, pay all of your bills without worry or whatever. Whatever that goal is that's sticking in your mind. If you had all that money, all the money that you wanted in that goal right now, if it was your current reality, imagine and dream, how would you be feeling? What would you be thinking if that was your reality? If everything that you, like all the, all the goals, all the things that you're trying to get, all the money is in the bank, it's sitting there, it's in your checking account, it's in your savings account, what would you be thinking? Would you be excited? Would you be elated? Would you be relieved? How would you be acting? Would you be spending money on growing? Would you be acting uh, like the CEO author that you are? Would you be finding new opportunities to be able to sell your books and get your books into the hands of readers? Would you be hiring people who can do that because they have more experience in that realm than you? How would you live your life if what you wanted was already here. And now this is something that you can do all the time. Like it could be today. If today you wanted 50 books sold (laughs) and that's the thing that you ultimately wanted, spend a couple of times throughout the day, even as little as two minutes each time, raises your vibration and your point of attraction. So spend two minutes each day thinking about what if you had your goal? What if it came easily? What if the thing that you wanted was already here and it was even better, even faster than you ever imagined? How does that vibe feel to you? Like what, what's going on in your body right now just thinking about that process? It's an interesting thing because when we look towards the thing that we want as if it is here now, we are actually time collapsing in regard to it being pulled into our reality. You are that much closer to the thing that you want, right? And so 
Manifestational law, law of attraction, starts to put all the cooperative components together faster when you allow yourself to imagine and dream about the things that you want versus the things that you don't want. Remember, the more you think about what you don't want, the more you're going to get. So worrying about money is definitely not the direction you want to be going. You want to be doing everything and anything you can to be making sure you are thinking about the future and the things that you want versus the reality of what is. Now, Abraham Hicks, it's so funny because they often talk about how what is is old news. Like what, we, what we're living, this experience we're having right now is old news. It isn't like a big deal. What's really cool is what we're trying to create, all the ways that we are trying to pull in our manifestations into a reality. And so future casting is where all the magic happens. It's where all the interesting and new ways the universe can flow through us, can just pull together everything. And when you stop being the person or being the cooperative component that's actually not cooperative, you start to receive things a lot more. So tip number five, (laughs) I want you to lean back a little bit and remember all of the times you were really, really worried about money, but it all ended up okay. Remind yourself that your track record for success is actually 100%. You truly are okay. You can't fuck this up. You're not going to die by not having the money you think you need right this moment. You're not going to die by not having your bills fully paid. Even if the worst case scenario happened, and let's say things started going super overdrawn and you lost your house or you lost your cars or whatever it is that you're most worried about, even if all those things happened, you are still here. You are still worthy. You are still producing incredible works in this world. You will still bounce back from any of those things. So there's kind of this deep rooted fear, I think, that by failing, with money or by failing with our house or these responsibilities that we think we need to take care of, that somehow we are going to die. It's actually a literal fear that we will stop existing. And what we need to do is just remind ourselves that that's not the case. Even if everything truly 100% fell apart, we would be okay. We are here as intentional beings to be able to create and inspire and live up to our potential, and we can change and allow in anything at any time. All right, so tip number six, (laughs) I want you to focus on the things you appreciate. Now, some people talk about gratitude, that gratitude is a good way to pull in more abundance. For me, gratitude really feels heavy. It feels like, oh, well, you're supposed to feel like thankful about this thing. You're supposed to be, you know, more I don't know, indebted to me. There's, there's like an indebtedness to gratitude in some ways for me. And I don't know if that's a, a family thing. It probably is. So for me, appreciation, and we've talked about this on the podcast, but appreciation feels much better. And again, it kind of goes back to that tip number one. If something doesn't feel good, think about the things that do, right? But this in specific is meant to help you elevate into a place where the things around you are actually not as bad as you think, right? So rampage on the ideas of things that you appreciate. Sit down wherever you are, take a look around and think about like, you know what, I really appreciate this beautiful desk I'm sitting at. It is 
handcrafted by my husband. It has some beautiful woodworking, some fractal burns on it. It is the color that I chose. Look at this beautiful setup I have on my desk. I've got Fortuna, and she's reminding me of all the good things that are coming my way and all the crystals on my desk. Wow, I, can, I still can't believe I have so many crystals. Aren't they beautiful? Look at the way the light is sparkling off of the, the quartz and the amethyst. And I just want to reach out and pick up the citrine or the, the rose quartz ball that I have on my desk. Oh, I love all of these things. And look at how clean and pristine my desk is. It's a little bit messy, sure, but I appreciate the fact that I've been working hard and all of those things are just so great. The ideas are flowing and it's amazing. And look at my beautiful candle. It smells so good. I appreciate that so much. I appreciate the way that I sit in this room and the light comes in through the windows and it just reminds me of how much I wanted this when I was working at a corporate job. I remember the way that that felt and I appreciate that I get to sit in my office at home and work on the things that I choose to work on. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see how that appreciation starts to just flow and you get to see and feel how vibrantly you are connected to the things that you desire? Like some of the most interesting things will start to come up. Like that idea of, you know, I wanted this. I wanted to be able to work from home. I didn't want a corporate job. I didn't want to work for other people. I wanted this to be mine. I wanted to live in a place that was beautiful. I wanted to have an office where I could look out windows and I'm living that dream right now. And while the universe and the way that the universal laws work, we will never stop dreaming. And yes, I still have dreams beyond this, they're still coming to me. They're still on their way, but we are appreciating the things that we already have so that we can call more to us. Does that make sense? Okay. And then finally, tip number seven. Now I use this in the Millionaire Author Challenge as well. And I know that it works really well for those of us who <laughs> are kind of control freaks when it comes to everything. So whether it be money, whether it be your own books stuff, whether it be all the things that you're trying to juggle. Sometimes our responsibilities weigh on our shoulders and we just need someone to hand it off to. So tip number seven is actually turning it over to the universe. Let the universe officially be your PA. They are your personal assistant here to take care of anything that you're not quite sure how to do, or you're not wanting to do, or you're not really, I don't know, in the vibe of. You know what I mean? They're here to take whatever you want off of your plate and still make it happen. So this helps those of us who are, <laughs> like I said, those control freaks where we're like, we're not quite sure how to make this happen. Like we know we want a millionaire author destiny, right? We want to pull that to us like now, but we're not sure how we can get there. And sometimes we forget when we're in mid manifestation, doing all the things, writing all the books, making all the connections, learning all the things. We forget that that's mid point of our journey. The journey is still like the main goal of what we're doing. It's not necessarily the manifestation of it. And so when we have that big controlling need to focus on, you know, the checking boxes and understanding the directions and knowing how each thing fits into each thing, if it doesn't work the way we think it does, we start to get discouraged and then discouragement sets in and now we're in a, a negative spiral again, whether it be with money or our careers or whatever. So I want you to take out a piece of paper and write down, this is what I'm giving the universe to take care of for today. This is my universal list. Universe, this is your job. Write down every single thing 
you want the universe to take care of because you are done carrying that load. And then know it's done. Know that they are taking care of it. Imagine in your mind that the universe is the most respectful, attentive, the fastest working PA on the planet. They know exactly how you want things. They know how to deliver. They have the most incredible resources you've ever imagined. And they can deliver anything you've asked without a doubt, without fail, every single time. So when you give them that paper, when you set it aside and you hand it to the universe to take care of, you have no doubts that this thing is taken care of. You have no doubts that it's on its way to you because you have asked the universe to handle it and it's yours. That is one of my favorite ones to use when I get really kind of flustered because we're all human, right? I might have a lot of this knowledge in my head and it's a lot of the things that I really enjoy studying and working on and and working through. But we all have ebbs and flows when it comes to how we're feeling about things or how we are managing our mindset. Or like we were talking about earlier in the podcast episodes this month about seasonal depression. Sometimes things just throw you off a little bit. And it's of no necessarily like reason of your own. It's just physiological. Like there are things (laughs) that we have to realize that we still have a human body. We have a a human experience. And so we're not always going to be perfect. And sometimes when it throws us off, it's an opportunity for us to cycle back around, to relearn it and to let it integrate further into our mindset so that it really digs in and allows us to embrace that mindset and become more of a part of who we are. Because it's easy when we first hear it, like to feel good, to feel like, oh, this is the way to do it. But if you have trained your brain in an opposite direction and you don't continue to use this type of thinking over and over and over again, it can subside. It can start to kind of fade like a dream into the background because you haven't continued to practice the vibration. You haven't continued to practice that form of thought and the neural pathways that it created start to wither, right? So you need to remind yourself when these things happen and have that pattern interrupt to get you to a place where you are feeling good about money, about your life, about your career, about abundance in general. All of the things are yours. It's just you getting in your own way. Sometimes we do that thing or we get in our own way and we just need to be reminded to take a step back allow ourselves to be happy, to focus on the things that bring us joy, and to work more towards that than forcing and pushing against the things that we're afraid of. Because fear really honestly has no place in this game. We are here to create a whole new reality for ourselves, for the people around us. And it's our job to really honestly continue to work this mind magic so that we can become the millionaire author, so we can become the examples that people after us are going to see, so we can become the idea of all the great, wonderful things that we as humans are capable of doing and becoming. And we can't do that when our mind is in the gutter. (laughs) Well, not that gutter. Well, maybe that gutter. I don't know. It depends on what you like and what you don't like there, but that's a different story. I've been working way too much on this romance pen name, my friends. Oh my goodness. Don't get me started on all that stuff. Hopefully this is helping you with your mindset a little bit. It gives you a couple of things that you can use, some tools in your toolbox to be able to stop worrying so much about money and know that and trust that it is on its way to you. 
Whatever you desire is yours. Your desires are divine guidance showing you what you need to be ready to receive. Not like this weird random thing off the wall. It's this is what you are meant for. You are meant for this, all right? So keep in mind, very soon, (laughs) there will be information going up about the Abundance Author Activation. If you want to join in the live call so that you can put your two cents in, I would love to have you there. And if not, I'm sure we will do the replays and we will do all the things. Now, this is actually going to be a paid masterclass. So if you're interested in joining, just know that you're going to get some goodies in the back end. What I'm thinking I'm going to do is probably give you a few meditations so that as we continue to talk about it, you can then go on each day and reset your mindset. And of course, if you are interested in furthering this exploration and really diving deep, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for you to join Millionaire Author Manifestation. This course has been an entire year of me putting together content just like this that's going to help you elevate to your next level. That's going to help you elevate your mindset, your vibration, put your frequency in a place of abundance and move you and the needle further than you have ever imagined. Now there are meditations in there. There are worksheets galore. (laughs) I found out there was plenty of worksheets. So I have to add in some extra implementation weeks and that's in the process of being put in. So instead of an eight week course, it's actually going to be 12 with four implementation weeks. But all of the things that are going to happen, we've got calls that we're going to have each week. We're going to have information being given. We have so much that you are going to be able to incorporate into your year this year and really elevate into that abundant author, the millionaire author destiny. All of it is here. And that course is going to be your keystone. Well, before all of that stuff, before all of these things come about, I just want you to know that you can always head over to the show notes to grab today's podcast transcript by heading over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 168. You can download it there. So that'll help you out when it comes to the seven tips if you need, or hopefully you've written them down. That'd be great too. And if not, we've got plenty more where all of this comes from inside the Millionaire Author Manifestation course. So get on the wait list or like I said, hang out with me for the Abundant Author Activation coming very soon. I wish you all the success as we head into this beautiful, wonderful February. February is one of my favorite months. I've said this in the past, but it's obviously Valentine's Day. I, it's my anniversary with my husband. It's my husband's birthday month. There's so many good things in this month. So I always have lots of fun things to look forward to in February. And I hope you're looking forward to even more fun things with the new course and with everything else that's coming about. All right, guys, I want you to go forth and start your author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people, Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting.
The Author Revolution podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. <laughs> Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.